Hello and welcome to therapy. I, this week has been interesting because I am learning to set, I'm learning to use the boundaries that I have set. And I'm seeing how people attempt to go past those boundaries and and what I have to do to prevent that. In this episode, I'll specifically talk about work because I think friends and family are different. There are different boundaries set. There's different parameters. So with this, I just want to talk about work. I am making some drastic changes, moving on to a different employer. But until then, I am wrapping up things that I'm working on at my current employer And there are boundaries that I have set for myself. And the reason that they're there is because I don't trust that anyone else will, uh, what do they say? You take an inch, you, 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 you give an inch, they take a mile kind of thing. I feel like I have to set those boundaries or else there'll be none at all. And today was one of those days. Normally, I would be this champion and I would be I would be committed to doing everything and jumping as high as I can. And today I just simply said, no. No. I'm not. I'm not going to put myself in a position where I am sacrificing myself for the benefit of others in a way that's not even beneficial to me. And I can give examples of instances where it it might be, but this is not one of them. It's not beneficial and I have to draw that line. And if it means not being liked or um, being reprimanded or anything, whatever it means, I have to kind of, I have to find peace within myself. And I found myself saying this morning when I got up, I found myself thinking this that I can't please everybody, so I might as well not even try. Are there exceptions? Of course. Of course there are exceptions. And for those, for loved ones and people in our lives that we care about and that care about us, by all means, there are compromises and sacrifices that come with the territory. And that's why I'm, I'm separating that. You also need boundaries. Um, but that's a different, that's a different issue in itself. When it comes to coworkers, I had to, some people, we all figure it out in our own time. And I had to figure out as each, each role that I've had, if each place that I've gone, I had to figure out on my own where that balance lied. And understanding what are my signs of discomfort, what are my signs of stress, 
what is unhealthy for me and not comparing it to anybody else. Because as we know, they say perception's everything, but it isn't. And so while you may think the next person is handling it better, they might not be. And it might be equally as difficult, or maybe not. But the point is for me not, not to compare what I can handle with what others can handle. I think that's an important distinction. It's a very important distinction and not play the, you know, oh, if they can do it, I can. No, actually, no. I do what I can and that's it. And I think what we find in these circumstances is that you may want to do more. I know that's the case for me. There have been instances where I'm like, well, okay. And in my mind, I'm like, you know, yeah. But I've I've made it a habit to step back and look at the bigger picture. And even though I want to say yes, when I look at the bigger picture, I'm able to go, oh, okay, got it. I, I see how this could be a challenge. I see it. I see how this could be an issue for me based on what is unhealthy for me. What is this? What is that? It's very similar to, you know, to a diet, to um, one's diet. You have a vegan over here. You have someone who's not vegan and, and eats all different kinds of stuff. They're going to pick different things from the menu. They know what uh, a vegan will know what makes them sick or what, what they can't eat. And even if it hurts the cook's feelings or even if whatever the sacrifice or the discomfort that comes from that, no, I'm sorry, I don't eat that. So I, I'm at, I, 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 want, I don't want to say I came to this realization of something I've always known, but this week I've de- definitely gotten to utilize those boundaries, not only, not only for it's, it's becoming clear as I'm talking about this, not only for physical or action reasons, like for example, I'm not only setting boundaries for what I do, but I'm also setting boundaries for, for the way I think and and what I allow, what I allow in my space, whether it is emotionally or physically, I'm setting those boundaries and, and enforcing those boundaries. I think that's important. It's not to say not now, not ever. It's not to close off the world. It's I'm not in isolation mode. I'm not here to say, I'm, you know, just screw everything. But I'm here to say, here are my boundaries. You are either going to respect my boundaries or you're not. But at that point, you know where I stand. And as far as the unhealthiness, I kind of want to break this down. I apologize for kind of bouncing around with this. As far as the unhealthiness of it all, I know my boundaries have been set over time, 
My bound, I, I don't even, there were times where I had no boundaries regarding work and it was just, yes, great. Everything's, you know, and, and would take it home and, you know, act, act as if everything was great at work and then take it home and break down literally. And then I progressively got to the part where, um, and you'll see this in a lot of the call center episodes during that time of working call centers, there were times there reached the point where I didn't have that separation anymore where, oh, everything's great at work. And then I take everything home and break down. It's at some point I broke that fourth wall and I started to break down at work. So now I could no longer hold in how I was feeling when things stressed me out and things and so on and so forth. So, and then it got to the point where instead of simply being emotional, which at, in, in a workplace setting is not, not conducive, it's not productive, um, it, it does nothing. It's not constructive, I should say. Um, instead of being emotional, I then got to the point where I was able to make plans of action and say, Hey, these are the things that are making me um, stressed. These are the things that are, um, um, you know, making me feel the way I do. And I kind of got stuck in that stage for a very long time where I was just vocal, um, respectful, but vocal and letting, um, letting whomever, not anyone, but letting whomever was in charge or whoever I reported to, letting them know how I, how uh, the challenges that I faced and, and the things that were going on. I did that for quite a long time and I kind of plateaued in that stage and it just kind of ended there. It started and stopped there where I got, where I just kind of vented as they say. And that plan of action part I got, you know, I can list all of the, the issues. I can list them down and say, here's all the issues and being faced. And I somehow would become complacent with just listening, someone lending an ear until it happened again. And then it progressively would, it would happen more frequent, more frequent, more frequent until the person maybe, and this is from a workplace perspective, um, to the person, maybe it was off-putting to them because now our interactions are always about these reoccurring issues. So I got stuck at this phase, this endless loop. And I often, when I wouldn't see change, I would then become even more frustrated, more, um, just, I, I would fall into myself Wondering, wait, I, you know, I said what was wrong. I told, I told them what was wrong and still nothing. And I finally got to this point of setting boundaries. I used all of those other stages. I used all of that experience to better understand, okay, I know when this happens, whether it's something I'm working on or something I'm not good at, or I know when I encounter this, we're going in the wrong direction. 
I got to the point where I was able to be proactive about the things that stress me out. And so I could make, I could figure out ways to prevent it. A perfect example. So having a lot of work to do, I don't, I'm probably not the only one. Having a lot of work to do is stressful. And it's even more stressful when you don't, um, when you don't really see an end, when you don't really see any, um, any relief, that's what I was thinking of. And so I've gotten to the point where I'm proactive and I say, oh, I see that we have three, um, three tasks that are due all on the same day, first thing in the morning. Hey, could we do this? Or hey, could we circumvent that? Or hey, can we change some of those dates? So on and so forth. So on and so forth. And so I've gotten to that part where I'm able to be proactive about it. And once again, you you find yourself in an endless loop. So I'm being proactive, but ugh, I'm still getting stressed out. I'm still, people are still stepping over my boundaries. What is wrong? And... I got to the point where I feel like I've been as proactive as I can be. I feel as if I um, has, have been as patient. Very important that I mention that, that I've been as patient as I can be. And, and yet, nothing. Nothing. So I'm telling you now, these are some things that, um, that can be stressors for me and still no change. And finally, I've reached this quote unquote final step that it's not just enough to set boundaries. You have to enforce them. And what I had missed from all those other steps thinking, oh, I'll, I'll tell them what's wrong. Oh, I will tell them where my boundaries are. You can talk all day, but no, if there's no action, there's nothing. And so I've reached this point, And this week was a great example of reaching the point where I have those boundaries set. Whether you acknowledge them or not, they are set. And I don't go outside of those boundaries because I know all of the other steps have taught me all of the other stages, the sleepless nights, the, um, anxiety, the, um, depression, which all are not from work, mind you, but I'm simply referring to things at work that trigger or exacerbate those kind of things. Um, it's not to say that work is the source, but it's to say, Hey, these things trigger how what can I do to not trigger and that's that's a different conversation but um what can I do to not have as many triggers in my life um that's that was the that was the reason to say I need to start enforcing these boundaries um 
a perfect example, because I know I'm speaking broadly, but a perfect example was after hours communication. And so as workloads increase, more needs to be done, which needs more, which means more time needs to be spent doing those things. And it had reached a point where I was working outside of my scheduled hours or my, my normal shift, if you want to call it that. And this week I had to go back to enforcing those boundaries that at the end, once this, once the the clock strikes, you know, five o'clock or whatever, you know, time, that's it. And if it didn't get done, it needs to be addressed the next day or the next day after that. That's all we can, that's all we can do. That is literally all we can do. That is all I can do. And if that's not enough, that's fine. And that, knowing that it's okay to not be enough, that is something that has set me free. Am I speaking as someone who, doesn't have challenges or doesn't have down days or of course not. But not being enough and being okay with that, not trying to overcompensate, not trying to be superwoman of of any sort. That is the part that has set me free and it's only occurred because I enforced those boundaries that no, I actually, no, I can't stay light. No, I I didn't get that done and I don't plan on in the next week. Um, Those are the things. Those are the things that have been life-changing for me. And I sit here um, trying to hold back tears because the hardest part of it all The hardest part of it all is working against your comfort zone. Knowing that where I'm at right now is okay. It's okay. And I can keep doing this. I'm I'm sorry to think of, kind of go off tangent, thinking about Mr. Robot. And, you know, he's doing that, you know, eat, sleep eat, sleep, go to work, eat, sleep, go to work kind of thing. From the outside looking in, it's like, oh, that's, you know, not bad. You know, and of course could be worse. But the impact to my personal well-being, physically, mentally, emotionally, that's way more valuable. That's way more valuable than any presentation, report, spreadsheet, whatever. That's way more valuable. And it's led me to the point where I had to um, turn, turn away. I had to turn away two very lucrative opportunities for this very reason. I had to know when to say no. 
and setting and enforcing boundaries are it's not easy especially when you you haven't done it regularly it's not part of your um it's not part of how you typically do things because you i know in my case i i was worried about how i was perceived and then i had to think about the fact of my health is more important than how I'm perceived. And I hope anyone listening to this understands and understands that. It has to be it has to be a number one priority. And so setting those boundaries they again were crossed and I had to make a very firm, I had to be very firm with it and say, no. And it is by far, it's not the most challenging thing I've done. It's the most, definitely the most brave To not know what's on the other side, to not know the repercussions, and to and to still say, no, I set those boundaries for a reason, and I'm going to enforce it. So this is definitely not the end of this for sure, <laughs> but um I definitely encourage all of you to make sure that you're keeping, you're either creating boundaries, creating new ones, and enforcing them as well. Your health is more important than how you're perceived. All right, as always, thank you for listening.